1: it's only a serve it's only a tackle
2: a run it's only for the fans after all it's only pressure you got this Adidas
0: first the bad news
2: The trivia for this actually made me sad.
0: I really feel bad doing this movie. Why? It's a real. it's 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 the most serious content we've done, I think, on Cinephobe.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel bad like doing I guess a poignant movie. Like a movie in which it could change the world if everyone saw it. No. No, Why not I don't know how I would describe it. How would you describe it?
0: I would describe it as bad. What? It's a bad movie, but it's about a very serious.
1: We watched Killing Season with John Travolta. What are you talking? It's gonna be one of those episodes. Huh? You mean a
2: banger? Serious movie is interesting. I would have gone with least funny. Ah, oh I, no, I, no, I laughed quite a bit. <laughs> I don't know. Maze <laughs> now,
1: now, now just because I felt bad about laughing doesn't mean I didn't laugh. How do we have a movie in which John Travolta does a Bosnian accent and Robert De Niro does an an American accent? And,
2: and John Travolta has the better accent.
0: Oh, shit, bro. He had the same no,
2: too. Really sneaks up on you, that De Niro accent. It
0: took me a while, though. It took me a while to get to that place. It took some exposition for me to say, wait a second. <laughs> I mean, useless. <laughs> okay. We're four hours in, and he's already drunk. He's got to do something at 1 a.m. He's going to be drunk. Cinephobe is going to be at 1 a.m., and he's not going to be able to do it. Like, what? are you kidding me? He's hammered. I mean, out. Out. Get out of here.
2: Get a hobby. Knit something. Go for a walk, <laughs>
1: previously on Cinephobe.
2: How am I supposed to go back to the me before all of this pain?
1: Excuse me. We're new in town and we've never had sex before. Would you give us
0: a hand? I would have rather seen his cock.
1: of way Bobby. This episode in this movie exists. You bet your sweet ass I saw a lawnmower man. Oh, Teddy. I'll call some guys from my neck of the woods. We're not talking, Brooke, about a couple of queens who know a few grapples. We're talking about polox that don't have a goddamn future.
0: You have a stupid heart and a stupid brain.
1: Regular Einstein. You think I'm a gal and you're wrong. I'm not a coward! You're the coward! I'm not a coward! I love cocaine. I do it all the
2: time. I'm sorry, you guys. I don't mean fag-like homosexual. I mean fag-like retard.
1: I got nukes shooting out of my dick right now. I've got so many nukes. Dick nuke I mean,
3: look at this buffet of ass. Mouth to dildo, dildo to ass,
1: ass to ass. Hi,
3: Brant. Anal bees. I'm the goddamn talent, Maze. Look, Gene, I've never told anyone this before.
2: My head!
3: But I can suck my own dick. I do it a lot. 1038, this movie is
2: shit. You don't know shit! Holy shit, bro! I had the same note
0: too! And I swear to God, both of you guys are the biggest fucking liars in the world.
2: Hattie, had it. You should
1: have saved this for the train.
0: Alright, au revoir, Lubin, Lisa, Solid. Oh, I well, mean, why don't you just be like a regular person and dream about regular threesomes?
2: Give me some soul, kids, baby. Hey, beautiful. What? Oh, dang. Oh, oh. My God. I can't indulge this comparison to a person that I mean may or may not know in a movie that has nothing to do with this podcast. That's some 20th century shit,
3: bitch. We will tangle ass. Say hi to your mother for me. And you will lose.
1: What's the end game? Okay, now everyone's dead. What is fucking Spence from Ballers? Who cares what the end game is? Scorpion! I... am breath. The cavity! <laughs> Cast where we break down the movies you're afraid to admit you love. I'm Zach Harper. That's Amin Al-Hassan. That's Anthony Mays. Patreon.com slash Count the Dings. Get the holiday episodes. Get the extra bonus content, not just for Cinephobe. Get the bonus content for the entire Count the Dings network, including our July 4th episode of The Goods Live Hard, Sell Hard. Starring Jeremy Piven. They wanted it. They clamored for it. Zach, they were angered. Clamored.
0: They were angered when they heard us talk to Adam McKay and Neil Brennan. Inch forks. And they were out here with, a, oh my god, are, are you going to review the movie or not? That's what we got. That was our feedback. And so we said, fuck it. Throw it up. We recorded it before we even did the live stream because we we knew we knew how they'd whine.
1: We. <laughs> We didn't, that's not accurate at all. We didn't know that that conversation was not going to be a even halfway representation of our regular stuff. What? And also, you asked to do an episode before because it would help you for to discuss on the live stream. No. That's
2: 100% what happened.
0: Are you insinuating that, like, I prepared for this?
2: You, <laughs> exactly. I didn't know you could get offended. Matilda...
1: If you have a review, review it on Apple Podcasts. Make sure it's five stars. Suggest a movie you'd like us to do, a month you'd like us to do. Give a funny line, not the whole thing. Zack Snyder, call us a piece of shit. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, just five-star reviews. By the time this posts... We'll be up above 1,500 reviews, boys.
0: I don't believe it. I think you should read a smattering of reviews to prove to me that we've had new reviews since the last time oh, we
1: did this podcast. Oh, have we had some reviews? Oh, my God. I mean, I can't believe you don't know that we've had reviews. I'm definitely not filling time here. You stole my bid. Five stars. Yo, whoa whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, bro. You stole. I do the same thing, too. <laughs> every, every time we do No Look Pass, we got this segment called This Date in NBA History. <laughs> Then I'm supposed to read off like all these fun things that happened, and I literally never have it up, right?
1: So I had to say, Oh, even though you know, yeah, that we're going to that segment out of the, <laughs> out of
0: the break, yeah, I know when, when that segment is going to be every single day, and yet, still, every single day, I get there and say, Oh, this is my favorite segment of the day, as I'm pulling up, Googling feverishly what happened on that day.
1: Five stars, Martin Lawrence Month from Pod Listened,
2: Black Knight, Blue
1: Streak, National Security. He's got a catalog. Bad Boys 2 in there.
2: Five stars, Ricky Bobby, 602, June 27th, submitting it all about the Benjamins. Oh,
0: I like what you did there.
2: Suggestion, Robin
1: Hood Men in Tights from AD Samaniego. Uh, Careful. Here for making Chappelle a repeat offender.
2: Yo Mama, Andy Garcia or Michael Keaton Week. Try Desperate Measures. My wife made me watch it. Submission.
1: Surf Ninjas. A surf emoji, a wave emoji, a ninja emoji. Surf Ninjas, is that real? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Are we not alive in the 90s? Ninja month is coming.
0: <laughs> oh, my man, American Ninja.
1: Someone said, ascertain these stars. Five stars. <laughs> Thank you. Can I get an Amin? This podcast is so amazing, it gives me tension in my plums. Can we get a shack movie? Oh. Kazam and Steel are movies I loved as a kid that are just awful but amazing at the same time. Well, the
0: superhero month has passed, sadly. So is Black History Month.
1: Shaq History Month?
0: Does Shaq have four movies, though?
1: Blue Chips qualifies, right? Yeah. He is Kazan.
0: We could do Grown Ups.
1: <laughs> we could. I mean, we <laughs> got to finish the franchise. <laughs> also, if you have a submission, submit it. Just a reminder, it needs to be 40% or lower on Rotten Tomatoes for the audience score or the critic score. We got a new month. It's the month of July. And we're back in the cage, boys. The Travolta Cage. What? It's John Travolta Month. And I took the first pick this time around. I selected the 2013 action drama thriller Killing Season.
2: It was allegedly an action thriller.
1: There was some drama in there. You're out of your mind if you don't think there was drama maze. Killing Season stars John Travolta and Robert De Niro, a couple of repeat offenders. I wish I knew how to quit you. A couple of bitches cutting it up. Cutting them up. We'll start with Johnny Travs. Travolta is back for the sixth time. You may remember him from episodes like The Fanatic, Battlefield Earth, swordfish Gotti, and i am wrath yeah it's got a catalog oh, man. all bangers all files savages in 2012 this movie in 2013 and the forger in 2014 what's the forger you ask he plays raymond j cutter and the synopsis is a thief works with his father and son to forge a painting by monet and steal the original together they plan the heist of their lives Does
0: he play the father or the son?
1: Holy spirit, for all I care, 9% qualifies. Robert De Niro, you may remember him from The Fan. Outtaway, Bobby! He had Red Lights, Bean Flynn, Freelancers, and Silver Linings Playbook in 2012, Big Wedding, Last Vegas, American Hustler and Grudge Match in 2013,
2: and The Bagman in 2014.
0: I get that he likes to get paid, but does he ever make good movies anymore? Anymore? No.
2: Silver Linings Playbook was probably the last pretty good one how do you feel about the dirty grandpa franchise i know you love zach efron
1: three time repeat offender i wish i knew how to quit you milo Ventimiglia from oh my that's God. my boy in grown-ups 2 he was in that's my boy and kiss of the damned in 2012 this movie and grown-ups 2 in 2013 and then tell and grace of monaco in 2014
0: it was like a very hot moment for him,
1: right? Elizabeth Olin is in this. She was in Thank You, New York, went in Rome, and Wingman Incorporated. Her? <laughs> Killing Season was directed by repeat offender Mark Steven Johnson. This guy.
0: Wasn't he uh, Ron Artest's uncle slash agent?
1: I don't think that's accurate. Okay. You know him from directing Daredevil and Ghost Rider. He also wrote Daredevil and Ghost Rider.
2: Grumpy Old Man, Jack Frost, Simon Birch. Third time for this guy. Evan Doherty wrote this movie. He wrote Snow White and The Huntsman. He sold that script for $3.2 million. How? Good
0: lord. It's not even an original
1: movie?
2: Took a classic and... Gave it some edge. He's had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles
1: reboot and also the new Tomb Raider. Synopsis for Killing Season. Two veterans of the Bosnian War, one American, one Serbian, find their unlikely friendship tested when one of them reveals their true intentions. Okay. Tagline. The purest form of war is one-on-one. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not accurate, right? It's not accurate at all. Combat, sure, but not war. Combat and war are two different things.
2: Right feel like that's something you'd hear at, like, Summer League. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this five-on-five five shit is a waste of time. Give me that one-on-one.
1: Zero estimated budget. Couldn't find an estimated budget there. No, nope, me either. I'm curious. It grossed $38,000 U.S., but $1.1 $1. 1 worldwide. What a discrepancy. <laughs> I don't believe any of the
2: numbers on this movie. I'm guessing it was big in Bosnia? <laughs> what?
1: And you'd think,
0: like, in Sarajevo, people were, like, flocking.
2: You think this movie is Yusuf Nurkic? It's big in Bosnia? You don't? You don't agree? Where do you think they wanted to watch this movie then? If it made $1 million worldwide? I don't know. Where is Travolta Island? Is that international waters?
0: Zach's house. (laughs) He's just been (laughs) renting it. (laughs) Every day the past however many years.
1: Before we jump to this movie and you listen to the rest of this podcast, Killing Season, you can find it on voodoo.com IMDB TV with a smattering of ads. Yeah, we're on YouTube.
0: You go to Amazon Prime, just it's there.
1: Killing Season receives ten percent from critics on twenty reviews. On Rotten Tomatoes, twenty-nine percent from the audience on over five thousand ratings. Not a lot of people have seen this. Amin, would you like to the positive or the negative reviews?
0: Yes, we got to go with the positive, right? I'm a glass half full kind of guy.
2: Well, everybody's just thinking about the negative. Well, I think the, the glass is half full. Everybody thinking it's half empty. Harvey S. Carton of CompuServe. Fake his name what, no. in the game.
0: Hold on. CompuServe? Okay,
1: we did this. Like, did you... wh- which episode did okay. we do this? Yeah.
0: All right, oh, yeah, which episode did we do
2: it? It was like nine ago. It was not nine ago. It was a long time ago. It was ago. longer than that.
0: Yeah, it was like pre-me fixing my audio situation.
2: Probably shortly after the discovery of 20th Century Bitch.
0: Somewhere around then. Yeah, so that's the last action hero? Because
2: CompuServe, 20th Century Bitch. Horrormeister Eli Roth would get a charge out of the torture scenes.
1: Nope.
0: First of all, no, he wouldn't. Second of all, there are people who are listening to this podcast who haven't heard the whole catalog. So me repeating a story isn't exactly a bad thing unless it happened last episode.
1: What's the story, I mean? Give us the copy, serve where you, your phone number is your email address. <laughs> all right, fuck you. if you are going to just ruin it
2: like that. <laughs> Go listen to the last Action Hero episode. We think it's in that. If it's not, start there and then come to the present and you'll eventually hear that story.
1: Yeah, work your way up. Eric Cohn of IndieWire. Killing Season could have been made 20 years ago and looked the same. It's a time capsule to an era of humbler, stupid movies.
2: No, it couldn't. It would have to be a different war.
1: It could.
0: It would just it would be a lot younger, I guess.
2: Well, he looked pretty young in one of those flashbacks.
1: <laughs> Are
0: we holding the gun?
1: <laughs> I believe I'm an all caps note at that point in my notes. <laughs> User Kid K, four out of five stars. I'm surprised at the amount of haters this movie has, though I can relate to some of them. This movie is harsh, and you should get kids out of sight before playing it. But the story itself is so twisted and kept me put. Not a must, but
2: definitely a great watch if you got a strong stomach. The irony of someone named Kid K telling the kids to get out of sight. Kid Cuddy.
1: Kid Kardashian. User Willem S. Four out of five stars.
0: Willem S. uh, Willem Schreiker.
1: Stuttgart. (laughs) I love De Niro's and Travolta's acting. The story might seem like a generic cat and mouse scenario, but it's done painfully well. User Garen S, three and a half out of five stars. Killing Season is the most underrated film of all time. Come on. <laughs> it has a beautiful setting Whoa. and suspenseful cat and mouse plot. Is that what- it's a lot of cat and mouse <laughs> reviews.
2: Is it like Tom and Jerry cat and
1: mouse? We're doing all this cat
2: and mouse <laughs> references, but not most dangerous game.
1: Where
0: like the mouse beats up on the cat and then the cat beats up on the mouse and then they just go back and forth.
1: It's a fair fight. User Gustav S. Five out of five stars. Killing Season is a great ride all the way through very much cool. Smiley face emoticon. I give it a, all caps, killer score of four out of 5.7. Danny DeVito was
2: cool in this one. Oh, no. Part emoticon. No, 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 no.
0: A four out of
2: 5.7? They thought Danny DeVito was in this shit? They think he was the baby? Isn't he? Is he? Welcome to Cinephobe. Welcome to
0: Cinephobe
1: blank user five out of five Black man
0: episode 89
1: i liked it a lot gives us a perspective of the consequences of war and the meaning of it (sighs) i
2: finally learned that war has consequences thanks to killing season
1: user (laughs) user sherry r three and a half out of five stars very good movie about the lasting effects of war i caught one blooper when travolta called de niro's grandson his nephew
0: i didn't know if that was a league of extraordinary gentlemen type situation
1: I thought it was just a weird Serbian custom or something. I don't know what was going on.
2: The fact that that counts as a blooper. I don't know if blooper is. to <laughs> tell you how hilarious this movie is. You
1: didn't laugh throughout this movie?
2: I'm going to laugh during this podcast, but no. It was it was a non-laughing affair. Strong disagree. It was serious. I learned about war, guys. I, I, I had a lot on my mind.
0: I feel like this is going to be a typical Zach Harper episode of cinema. The
1: fuck does that mean? You know
0: exactly what that means.
1: <laughs> User Joe M, four out of five stars. Okay. Either I'm just not used to movie snobbery, or I'm just older than most of you. I thought this was entertaining and insightful. War does horrible things to people. This is one movie that makes you think about it from a different perspective. Was Killing Season a five-star movie? No, I give it a four. However, most of the intellectual critics on this site love 22 Jump Street. I'm just saying. What the fuck is wrong with 22 Jump Street? That's Tony Medley. Joe Medley? Might be Joe Medley. Terry Medley. User Bruto V. Four out of five stars. The number three and four of my favorite actors in one movie. I liked it a lot. The accent of Travolta and another great De Niro again. I don't care of all the bad reviews off the so-called professional critics. S-O-M DVD. Ish, don't think so. Who do you
0: think Bruno's top two actors?
1: That's what I I was hoping that would spur this discussion. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) You had the same Same note, note too. Same note, too, bro. If Travolta and De Niro are three and four. In that order. I got to assume Arnold's two. And I'm going to say Statham is one. Maze, what do you got?
2: Tom Cruise mm-hmm. and Richard Gere.
0: Four is De Niro. Three is Travolta. Two is Nick Swartzen. One, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, because I'm not a misogynist like you two.
1: We're not doing your <laughs> favorite actors.
0: <laughs> I don't project my misogyny onto
1: others. User Lindsay J. Three and a half. Out of five stars. Gruesome and yet heartwarming. It is heartwarming. Is it? You see the last scene? The last, isn't it? <laughs> hope User Tammy G, four out of five stars. Good nothing like not being able to forgive in a war, which you don't want to kill but have no choice. What? I don't know.
2: <laughs> Some Bosnian translation right there. Well, it'd be Serbia because he's Serbian.
1: The war took place in Bosnia. User John M. four and a half out of five stars. Wow. Wow. Travolta versus De Niro. A revenge story taking almost twenty years to be fulfilled. A cat and mouse hunt being reversed over and over. What else can you ask for? Great cast, amazing performances from the two leads. I'm still baffled by Travolta's performance. This movie deserves more praise. That's for sure. Me too. What the hell is wrong with critics and <laughs> viewers? We didn't get any overhyped BS from trailers and promotional footage. It came straight yeah, to DVD, thank God. and it was better than Django Unchained, which has a, sil- a similar plot line. Revenge. Uh, what?
2: <laughs> I like the idea that going straight to DVDs is cut the <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, cut the shit, man. Give me my movie now. We
0: need to get hype.
1: That's positive review. Hype of opening in a theater and playing for tickets and eating, eating popcorn. That's hype. User Sean V, four and a half out of five stars. Excellent movie, very powerful acting. I fear this theme will be a reality after the Iraq war and all the built up hate. Now that the Syrians are migrating here to the USA, and we all know most of these refugees are not Syrians. They are displaced Iraqis. Oh my god. Baths and soldiers from Saddam's military that fled to Syria are going to be coming here to the US a very bad move. What some of them are looking for retribution of some kind.
0: Whoa, dude. John Medley with the review. The son of Tony.
1: That was Sean Vedley. Be-
0: Sean Sean
1: <laughs> Nephew of Tony Medley. All right. Negative reviews.
2: Stop being a pessimist. This tank is not half full. It's
1: half empty. Nicholas Bell of IonCinema.com Initially a contender for one of those so bad it's good exercises, Killing Season creakily turns into another underdeveloped idea that doesn't have enough going for it to remain of interest. I'm a nerd. Eric Mellon of SceneStealers.com. It wants to be a war is hell coming home story, but it ends up playing like a cheap action flick starring two men who are obviously too old to be running through the woods, beating (laughs) the living crap out of each other. I don't know, man.
2: They were running through the woods and they were beating the crap out of each
1: other. Todd Jorgensen of Cinemalog. i got
2: a Cinemalog right
1: here. Establishes some mild (laughs) tension, but never (laughs) generates any sort of meaningful insight into post-war trauma. (laughs) Peter Subzinski of RogerEbert.com. Badly written, ineptly staged, horribly acted, historically suspect, and boring beyond belief it is boring beyond belief i agree with that <laughs> i don't agree matt donato if we got this covered
0: you say hey man thank you for the the reviewing matt says
1: donato playing out like a brutally graphic tom and jerry skit at times oh there shit, you go bro, man the
0: same skit too
1: Killing season lacks the atmospheric tension necessary to keep us consistently <laughs> engaged
2: there was not enough tension in the atmosphere brian orndorff of Blu-ray.com.
1: This racist. Derivative and bizarrely graphic, Killing Season is nothing more than another forgettable entry into two ongoing filmographies that desperately need more inspired professional
2: choices. Yeah, you tell the Nier and Travolta how to do their jobs, Brian. Fuck you, Brian
1: Orndor. David DeWitt of New York Times. It's not worthless, but it's not good. As a genre film, it's too ambitious. As an art film, it's too obvious.
0: It is it is
1: worthless, by the way. Bill Gibran of Film Rocket. Bill Jabroni? <laughs> but Ronnie had to say. Jabron James. Let's just call this grumpiest old man and get it over with.
2: Nice. Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't make that. Yeah, because that's Mark Stephen Johnson's catalog. Lou Lumenic of New York
1: Post. Oh, I missed you, Lou. If you've always wanted to see Robert De Niro forced to thread a steel rod through an open wound and then strung upside down by John Travolta, this is the movie for you. Two user reviews. Blank user, half star out of five stars. Genuinely the worst film I've ever watched. And then user Stelios P., one and a half out of five stars. Stelios! 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 Ah! Historically wrong. Travolta, no. Shit casting. <laughs> Travolta, no. <laughs> Travolta, no. No! I mean... What is your first note?
0: Oh my god, is this supposed to be a serious movie?
1: We get some on-screen typed out exposition. In 1992, the Serbian army invaded neighboring Bosnia, starting a war marked by large-scale massacres of civilians in the name of ethnic cleansing. Some soldiers storming an abandoned building, and then we get more text. More than 200,000 people died in the genocide, the most in any European conflict since World War II. I don't like that we, we put World War II instead of the, the number two.
2: Why do they do that?
1: I hate it. It's so
2: pretentious. So you guys are just out on Roman numerals, huh? It's like Rocky does that.
0: Oh god, I don't get Star me started. Star Wars does that. Yeah. But don't get you started on Rocky. You don't like yeah, Rocky.
1: Fraud. Oh my God. What a fake champion. Rocky the boxer or Rocky the movie? The boxer, he's a fraud, which then makes the franchise a fraud. No, Rocky is a
0: fraud. That's true. He didn't
1: win. He loses in Rocky 1. And they just gave him the fucking belt in Rocky 2. Like, he doesn't win. They tie, right? They tie yeah. in Rocky 2. He gets his ass beat by Clubber Lang.
0: Up and down the ring, by the way. Yes. Rocky 4.
1: Future cinephobe.
0: He lets his best friend go out there and get fucking murdered. Yeah, murdered. Didn't throw the towel in. Lifted some weights and shit. Yeah. Rocky V, he lets his opponent catch AIDS. Oh, that's a- Rocky- no? Loose interpretation of what happened in real life. He let him? I mean- Did or let's did not, him. not his opponent have AIDS? Well, it's not his opponent. He's- It was HIV positive. Okay, my fault. I'm sorry. Well, it's that's also true. like- a, That's insensitive.
1: I don't think Tommy Gunn got AIDS. I think the person who- He has AIDS. Played him
2: in real life. <laughs> that's the plot of Rocky V? no no i think it is (laughs) no i think Amin is rocky
0: rocky (laughs) fights aids
1: and he lost okay oh damn they're still around oh i thought
0: no (laughs) shit what the fuck what are you talking about no rocky won man rocky beat aids
1: i don't think that's accurate
0: no it is accurate because rocky six who's dead adrian guess she didn't
1: oh my god you think she died of aids
0: that joke is too terrible for
1: even Sinophobe. Oh my God. What's your next note, Zach? More soldiers storming this building. We'll lighten it up a bit. Fire it at people.
2: <laughs> Looks like Call of Duty. Yeah, we get the classic POV shot of the gun. I think it's an actual level in one of the Call
1: of Duties I've played before.
0: I wrote, I don't know if it's okay to laugh at this. Spoiler alert. I would know that it's okay to laugh at this.
1: There's explosions. There's hummers, there's tension, there's more text. In 1995, American military forces and their NATO allies finally intervened, launching Operation Deliberate Force. Now they're in like a Call of Duty rail yard, they're rotting corpses in a train car, soldiers sad. That's when I figured out they're American soldiers. Because they were sad? American soldiers are the only ones with feelings, as we know. Because American soldiers are
0: never sad about war atrocities. Gosh, I hate them.
1: Prisoners are looking on as they walk through the field. It's an ambush. There's a firefight near a a compound. They surrender out of nowhere? Yeah. And then the U.S. moves in, and there's a guy with a scorpion tattoo. I wonder if that's going to make an appearance later. Yeah, I missed that part. (laughs) Soldiers are now executing prisoners on a hill. They shoot six of them. They stop for the last one. And holy shit, it's John
2: Travolta. His eyes are so
1: piercingly blue.
0: The way he turns around. They shoot him. As they're shooting these uh, prisoners of war, violating every Geneva Convention there is, one dude missed. He shot the guy in the neck. He didn't shoot him in the head. Right. What a pussy. Then also, I asked the question, why didn't they all shoot at once? Why are they going one at a time? Like, it's some sort of fraternity dare
2: it's more cinematic you know and it's so obvious that travolta is just on a stage somewhere in front of a green screen kind of looks
1: back and is positioned in a way where like you might be looking back at something happening behind you
0: you know yeah i like like is it in yet
1: then they shoot him i thought wait he's dead i don't remember this (laughs) now we're in belgrade serbia present day Travolta is alive, and he's walking through the street with the most aggressive chin-strap beard I've ever seen. You can tell by the way he uses that walk. He's a woman's man. No time to talk. He's Walking into a pub, a man at a table waves to him, and he's speaking Serbian.
0: Holy Beijing, Batman. The whole top of his head is like, they just, oh my God. you know those paint rollers? Not even a brush. It's like just a roller. They just dipped it in the paint, and they... Whoosh, whoosh, I mean,
1: whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. my next note. John Travolta is Serbian Carlos Boozer.
2: Oh, yep. Same note too, bro. I had a little later on when the lighting was a little different, but it looks like shoe polish on his head.
0: This is the stage where obviously he's bald, but he's trying to like pretend like he was bald for the role. And not bald in real life, right? This is before Pitbull became his best friend.
1: He loves Pitbull, man. He loves him genuinely. And Pitbull loves him too. Yeah. I mean, it's a romance. Help them go bald, man.
0: Just accept
1: it. Come home.
2: The hair on his head connected to the incredibly aggressive chin strap with the pronounced round circle on his actual chin. It looks so much like Iron Man's helmet. Oh. I didn't even notice that. Yeah.
0: Question. Have either of you ever gone beard, no mustache, Lincoln style?
2: No.
1: Absolutely not. I wouldn't even know how. You'd shave your mustache. That's how. Oh, okay.
0: From the moment I grew a mustache, I've never shaved my mustache. I've trimmed it. I've made it thin. I've made it thick. I've done all this. Thing. I've never gone mustacheless because there's an old Sudanese saying, which means- A man with no mustache is like a horse without a tail.
1: He's early for the meeting. He wants a file. The guy wants the money. The waitress says, live long, and he won't look at her. No, no, no. The waitress says, Geely. I got the same note, too, later. (laughs) Is this how Serbian interactions go? What's happening? Nobody talks to each other?
2: Pretty much. I mean, the bartender was giving him the fuck me eyes big time.
0: Yes. She give me the fuck me tits, too.
2: Travolta shows him the money, pats the table for the file. It's a
1: bunch of NATO files and soldiers. He pulls out a file of Robert De Niro and focuses on that. Now he's laughing to himself.
0: No, he's acting his ass off is what he's doing right there. For
1: 18 years, I've waited. He takes a shot, takes the file, and he leaves. And the man asks him,
2: so what now? And for some reason, he starts speaking in English. Not some reason, absolutely no reason.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. There's a reason.
2: What's
1: the reason?
0: So that Maze can clip him saying.
3: Hunting. I'm going hunting.
0: Hunting.
1: Hunting. And that's the credits. (laughs) Cold open. Classic Serbian cold open. Whenever he talks, I write
0: it like how I want it to be said.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, now we're spanning a creek in some wilderness. Bobby's hiking. He sees a hawk or a falcon or some shit. I don't know. Bald eagles.
0: What are you talking about?
1: American Pie. (laughs) We're just getting close-ups of him watching it. He's traversing the rocks on a creek or a river or something. He's tracking something. He's gathering wood. He's building a shelter. And I wondered, is Robert De Niro homeless in this movie?
0: Robert De Niro's boring life was my
2: note. They got us with this nice misdirect here because he's carrying this long bag that looks like it holds guns. But no, it's a camera. And not just that, it's an old-school Nikon film camera taking photos of wild bucks at golden hour just Giannis and chris middleton locking horns his knees bothering him we've all been there causes
1: a stir in the hut and the wildlife runs away now he's in a dark room developing pictures as he listens to news of dead civilians somewhere because of something
2: lots of syrian exposition on the radio and in tv in this movie bloodier battles are ahead and there are rebel ranks
1: he gets out of the shower and he has a bunion on his foot i don't know if you guys noticed that oh my god that ain't acting folks he takes some aspirin now he's cooking
2: johnny cash on the record player there's so little happening with robert de niro and
1: yet so many things happen
0: no not so many things nothing is happening at that point i didn't fall asleep but i really thought to myself i don't feel sleepy but maybe i should go to bed
1: he's reading for whom the bell tolls by hemingway how do we know that because they get a close-up shot of that just in case he missed it the first
2: time They put that in the trivia like we wouldn't know that. His food's ready. It's some kind of casserole or some shit. I don't know what he made. It looked terrible. He looks like a terrible guy. It looked
1: awful. Yeah. He eats by himself in a cabin. He's going to bed at 9 p.m. And then he's up at 5.59 a.m. What? Did he close his eyes? Did he sleep?
0: 9 to 6 a.m.? Yeah. You know how people say like people have committed war atrocities. How do you sleep at night? Barely comatose for Robert De Niro. (laughs) Jesus Christ, nine to six? Well,
2: Maze doesn't bring up a good point. Did he sleep? The movie did not make it seem like he did. But also, old people go to bed early and wake up early. That's a thing. That's true. Would you guys ever want to retire in solitude like this? Like, would you ever want to spend the last of your days out in the woods by yourself?
0: Last of my days? I'm trying to spend my life right now out in the woods by myself. Look, if it weren't for the whole no electricity, no running water, no internet thing, I'd be out in the woods right now. The moment they can give me that in the woods, I'm gone. You'll never hear from me again.
2: All right. Zach?
1: <sighs> no, I don't think so. Like, I appreciate some solitude, but I'm going to need a little bit of action.
2: I don't think I could do it. It would just, I feel like I would go totally nuts. Especially if it's like his style where he's not using the internet and he's not watching. He's listening to the goddamn radio. That's his entertainment.
0: This is a rerun of our conversation that we had about being in solitary confinement. You guys are like, no, I wouldn't. I'm like, Sign
1: me up. You just say this shit. Yeah, but you just said you were going to jack off the entire time. Of course. What do you mean, of course? You can't say, of course, like that's the obvious answer.
0: That is the obvious answer. What else? Like just drink water and keep beating off. Like that's what you do. That's how you get through it. If any of our listeners are in prison. That's also the
1: same routine you have for getting over a hangover. It works.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if it were like a compound with two of my friends, I would consider that. Beaten off every day? Jesus Christ! Who are these friends? (laughs) No man. (laughs) Retiring to a cabin in the woods.
1: Wait, hold on. I mean, did you say if any of our listeners are in prison? Yeah, like, like, (laughs) please confirm to us that
0: solitary just beat off. You get right through it.
1: You think there are prisoners in solitary confinement? listening to us and beating up no no
0: no i'm I'm just saying like they may not be in solitary right now but they've been in solitary or they have like cellmates who have been in solitary can you listen to podcasts in prison of
2: course you can it'd have to be like on the computer right like you'd have to play it in the lot i mean i guess you could it'd be difficult though have you
1: ever watched power no He phones in there. Morning sit-ups, morning push-ups, morning pull-ups. And now Robert De Niro is chopping wood. of it, choppy! Phone rings and he lets the machine get it. 20th century, bitch! Yeah. Son's calling. Son's significant other can be heard. Simply to let us know that Robert doesn't have a cell phone or computer. Solid,
2: solid answering machine exposition here.
1: These characters exist solely for exposition purposes. There's one reason in this movie. For these characters to exist, other than this. The end of the movie? Like an hour into the movie. I don't even think so. Picks up the call. His son has a son. Baptism tomorrow. He has the invite. Starting him early, huh? What's that? Ah, nothing. That's great. Be a great day. They want him to make it down, but it's tough for Bobby tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how their accents are so different here. Maybe it's that Bobby wasn't around, but his son has a thick southern accent. And he does not. He has a New York accent.
0: But hey, man, you know, sometimes maybe the mom was like a southerner and and bobby was a soldier from new york city i'm sure that's gonna hold true throughout this entire movie also you know what this whole scene is
1: what's it? bobby talk we get some question position to let us know that his ex-wife's husband of 20 years will be there son offers to drive up and surprise him He says, better call first soccer phone calls over he's a horrible father is he the worst cinephobe dad what about
0: john ritter's dad in problem child he owned the store he was running from here oh, that's
2: right yeah he was pretty bad no the worst dad in cinephobe history is the lawnmower man dad
0: you want to get stupid
2: oh yeah he's t-
1: he beat the shit out of his kid <laughs> which we do not condone on this podcast but for some reason it's funny in that movie i don't know why I think it's because it's so over-the-top and cartoonish.
2: And 80-yard.
1: Nighttime! He tries to take some aspirin, drops it down the drain, slams the medicine cabinet door,
2: and cracks the glass. So my dad was just telling me that every time he drops one of his pills, he says, My vitian." Because of some kid when he was five years old named Lil Tommy Throckmorton.
0: (laughs) That's a real name?
2: Because every time Lil Tommy would drop his pill, he would freak out because he had to take his vitamin. And it wasn't a vitamin, but it's what his parents told him was a vitamin. I mean, when's the last time you wore Throck Martins?
0: My favorite UFC fighter, Throck Lesnar.
1: Dwayne the Throck Johnson.
0: Where'd you rent this movie? I got mine from Throckbuster.
2: Johann Sebastian Throck. <laughs> That's the end of this Throck trial.
1: He gets in the truck. There's an empty aspirin bottle in there too, and he drives off, and Travolta's in the woods, boys!
2: This guy,
0: what a fucking junkie. For aspirin. Aspirin.
1: Man, this is some bullshit. (laughs) Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen him. That's an addiction, man. You ever suck some dick for marijuana? Huh? He drives by Travolta. The check engine comes on. The engine's fucked. Travolta's right there, so ominously dressed, asking some kind of accent if he has engine trouble.
0: Did he? Backpack his way across the goddamn Atlantic Ocean? Long way from home, aren't you? It's like Ghost Rider. Remember he went on a road trip across the Atlantic Ocean to England?
1: That is his whole idea. I'm on sabbatical for my health. De Niro says good luck on that. Travolta offers to take a look. Bobby declines, says he just has to tow it into town. Travolta knows it's like 30 or 40 miles. Please allow me. I drove hack in London for seven years. What the
2: fuck does that mean? I don't know. What is drove hack? I thought maybe it was like drive a cab, but... I don't know. How would that help? I, drive hack. <laughs> drive hack
1: is just giving me like Google yeah, Drive it's hacks. Like, so but- is- you know,
2: if you turn your turn signal on <laughs> <laughs> half a block before you turn, not going to get rear
1: ended. You had no choice to become an expert on British automobiles. And I wrote Travolta. Ass off. Completely that's off. On. No. that's on. Are you oh. out of your mind?
0: Oh, he went on.
1: I got to tell you, he'll be assless the rest of the movie. No, no. I don't know what you're talking about. Bobby declines again, slams the hood. Travolta starts walking away, and Bobby stops him. I get this shooting pain in my leg. Where the fuck did this southern accent come from? Southern exposition. I get this shooting pain in my leg. Puts him in a bad mood.
2: Cut to Travolta fixing the engine. He honks it right in his face. <laughs> and Travolta goes, patience. I just tried to revive car. Patience. I'm trying to revive car.
0: Our introduction of Travolta speaking English is that broken English. He's from another country. He has a thick accent. Okay, that's believable even though his accent isn't. Keep that in mind.
2: He tries it again and it works. Bobby calls him a miracle worker and Travolta says, I don't like American <laughs> cars. Very finicky.
0: Very <laughs> <They're> finicky. <laughs> there's thunder, there's lightning, it's raining hard and this cold-blooded motherfucker Robert De Niro says I right, peace out! <laughs> and
1: just drives <laughs> off and I said out of way Bobby! He used his leg pain as an out of the conversation. Head to the drugstore. Travolta's name is Emil Kovacs. We get the worst lightning strike animation since Troll 2.
2: Yes, not expecting it from this movie. Didn't need it.
1: Thunder would have been fine. It's dumping rain, guys. Ford drives away. He watches Emil walk away in the mirror and then stops, throws that bitch in reverse, turns around. He wants to make sure he's okay out there. Where he's from, this is nothing. Says Ford hasn't heard of it. Says, try me. Small village. Local mirror. I am bulking mongrels.
0: What was Travolta's plan if De Niro had just driven off?
2: Wait for him in his house. I think he's just going to stock the cabin, right? If we're getting into Travolta's plan now, do you want to do that now? Or do you want to wait a little bit? I mean,
0: he found a file about like who the guy is and shit. Right. How did he find him? In the middle of nowhere, where he's clearly
2: cut himself off from- He's a hunter. Yeah, he's a hunter. Hunter. We don't know how long it's been. We're assuming that he went straight there from Serbia, but could have been months
1: of hunting him down. I don't think he went straight there. I don't think this is a taken situation. No. Benjamin Ford knows it. Bosnia. He was stationed in- Badlia. Emil says they're brothers in arms, shakes his hand again. Small world. Says it's too dangerous to drive. He's gonna ride it out. So he's welcome to join him. I would hate to be bothered. I could lie to you and say it's the Christian in me who wants to come along, but the truth is anything happens to you out there, it's gonna come back and bite me in the ass. There's a word for it. I believe it's karma. <laughs> this tie is black knot.
0: <laughs> May's just clipped every Travolta court in the
2: entire movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> It's hard to decide, but there are some ones where he goes extra. So
1: we cut to the cabin and Emil is looking at the mounted gun. It's Tom Sawyer's Winchester rifle from 19 CB 1873. It's the gun that won the West. Yeah. You hunter like me. Moose is in the house guys. That's where <laughs> Elk is in the house. <laughs> Ford shows him his actual hunting weapon, not a gun. It's a bow. It's shaped like a Batman weapon, by the way. He didn't come halfway around the world for just mountain air. He came for trophy. Elk. 18 months ago, he applied for a license for flexible.
0: So much exposition right here.
1: Perhaps you come with me tomorrow. Storm will be over. Air will be clear. Who knows? Maybe you get lucky and add another head to your collection. I cannot get enough of this accent to the point where I started thinking about, what if Moose was in this movie and then Emil was in The Fanatic? Like, what if... <laughs> here, here
0: is meal. <laughs> You rot my head and you rattle my head. You rockin' rockin'. You rockin' rockin'. Like I go to bed.
1: Emil shows him his rifle. Wait, it's not a rifle. It's a monster bow. Robert De Niro asks him, Jesus, buddy, you fighting the Indian Wars? Oh, I'm problematic. He's a problem. Very clean, strong draw, not jerky like yours. Mine won't snap. Any bow can snap. That's fiberglass. We get a whole fiberglass
2: in the oh, factory. Fiberglass exposition.
0: I wholeheartedly agree. And I said, wait a second. Wholeheartedly is not a word that people who are English as a second language typically use.
1: Right. I agree. That was the after the war. No, before the war. I was soldier like you. Sometimes it's difficult to know when to leave the battlefield, you know? Message You talk about the fiberglass. Funny beer bubbles find their way on the malt. During the manufacturing process. Fiberglass beacons.
2: Bit by bit.
3: Perhaps you come with me tomorrow. One day you are tracking your quarry to the grass and the rocks and the the mud and the rain and the snow. And finally you see your prize bull right in the sights and snap. It breaks. You're a weird duck.
0: The vocabulary seems to be very advanced for someone who is ESL. That's where I wrote the no fun. Like When he said tracking your quarry. No, Goran Dragic has never thought about tracking your quarry. Quarry? Not
1: your prey? Is Goran Dragic a hunter? I mean, he's
0: half Serbian. What does that mean? He's half Serbian.
1: <laughs> what, half
2: a hunter then? I don't, I don't understand what the math is there. Like, it's so obvious. Don't you get it, Zach?
0: A little Bosnian exposition going on in the scene. Also, he looks at a picture and he says, What is this photographer? <laughs>
2: Are they going
1: to fuck already? Like, what's going on here? Oh, man, the sexual tension in here is electric. I think that's static electricity. Ooh, shuck his cock. Really? You are a
0: photographer?
1: It's the church up in God's Creek. It reminds Emil of home. Did Emil not
2: know he was there for dinner? No. He wasn't going to eat until asked to eat. Travolta's playing it super cool this whole time Too cool, way too cool He's like, I'm good, I'll just go hang out outside in the rain At any point, it doesn't bother me He starts eating, he likes it He has
1: something to return the favor Goes to his bag, moves a knife aside And has some Jaeger Fucking Jaeger bombs Or the true Hunter I'm gonna get fucking wasted tonight I'm gonna drink Heineken's
0: and Jaeger bombs all fucking night Jaeger bombs, fucking shower in that shit Fucking Jaeger bombs, Jaeger bombs, Jaeger bombs bombs, Fucking Jaeger bombs Jägerbombs, bombs, Jager bombs. I like how he says, "I have gifts for you." Hold on, and he opens this box. Oh, not not this. Hold on, let me hide this.
1: Not this gigantic knife. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna hide this under under something else. Oh, this bottle of a uh, very uh, popular American <laughs> beverage among university age students. It's called Jägermeister. Have you heard of it? It's a great gift. What would you do if someone said, I got you a gift, and they come up with some Jägermeister?
2: I would say no. I was blown away that Jägermeister actually means Master Hunter. I knew that there was a buck on it, and that should make sense, but it just never even occurred to me that that was a thing. Ford says it's too late for him.
0: Do not think of it as drink. Think of it as pay in keller.
2: Always drink
1: with friend. He has many rules. Mostly breaks, but not that one. And then I wrote, wait, did he just toast a gili? Maze, can you clip this? Jivoli. leave long. Jivoli. cut to them being drunk. Yes. A meal talking about the women who fuck all night. Yes. I'm not killing you. Wow, we want to know some war stories. That is nice. Ford says the past is dead. Let's keep it that way. Ford drinks to forget. Emil drinks to remember. Ford will play his game. He doesn't remember much, but he
2: does remember this. More booze than blood over there, and there was plenty of blood.
0: What kind of accent is that, motherfucker? <laughs> what are you doing?
2: It's a Jägermeister kicking in. Emil wants to know if there's anything he missed about the war.
0: <laughs> Which is such a
1: weird fucking question. Even for a Serbian. It's a weird question. Wow, what's that for sort A of universe? Emil thinks American soldiers just lob missiles from their safety on an aircraft carrier. That wasn't Ford's experience as we get some flashbacks of death.
0: My people will say we love Americans for three drinks, but we've had five. And still, I love you. Let's have six. LeBron, tell us about that.
2: Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. The seven. Now they're playing
1: Johnny Cash on the record player watching the fire. And Emil knows Johnny Cash? Oh yeah, he does.
2: Word for word,
1: I love this song. Two men in black. Leave your guns at home. Don't take your guns to town. Ford's leg hurts again. Shrapnel. He hates hospitals, so he won't get it removed. Future callback, he said it.
0: He let that motherfucker in there for fucking 20 years? What's the dumbest thing you willingly did?
1: I've had a tear in my rotator cuff for... Probably seven years.
0: Wait, have you not had it repaired because of lack of insurance or anything like that?
1: Well, I have plenty of health insurance now. I just don't want shoulder surgery.
0: Okay, but at the time, if you had a health insurance at the time it happened, would you have gotten
1: the surgery? Probably not. Okay, then you're the dumb motherfucker. Shoulder surgery is a lot to come back from. I don't want that.
2: I can deal with the pain.
0: Man, so what, do you, what do you got? This stupid motherfucker here. He's going to live the rest of his life fucking in pain.
2: I have would- a small chip on my tooth that i haven't gotten fixed and i didn't get it fixed for a long time because i was like unsure about like the insurance situation but then when i got it checked out they said it'd be better to just leave it alone for now
0: Wow. okay uh, does it hurt no oh and you're fine
2: yeah it's a cosmetic thing and they just that's tooth is stable so just leave it
0: i
1: mean what about you
0: they said my dick was too big and they wanted me to get a reduction i said nah i'll deal with the consequences
1: they said that the same they who told yeah. me steph curry can't shoot they told got, me lebron <laughs> james is bad
2: at basketball the dick was so big that they brought in multiple doctors to get a look at it to consult you know and they all agreed
0: i got a second opinion Maze. They asked me to reduce the size of my dick You think i'm just gonna do that on the first doctor who said that or the second or the third not four not five not six I had them all in my attic too
1: what Sometimes things become a part of you, whether you like it or not. Emil notices the picture of his grandson. He won't make the baptism. Hasn't met the kid. We get ex exposition about the new husband of twenty years, best man at our wedding. Mother
2: fucker, you kidding? Bobby says that's not even the kicker. He says kicker. <laughs> What's <keeker? laughs> the
1: kicker?
0: On this ex exposition.
1: Not a bad guy. Good husband. Better father than Bobby De Niro is. Travolta starts reading the German on the Bottle of Jäger about the hunter's honor of the hunted game and creatures and all kinds of shit. Benjamin, you honored the creator and him. I didn't kill him. You didn't? Uh, I haven't killed anything in 20
3: years. You're joking. Huh? Everything you see here, inside, outside, all bullshit. Bullshit, what do you mean Everything this? here, bullshit car, bullshit house, bullshit fiberglass bow, bullshit...
1: Oh, all am out of snow. Bullshit, bullshit,
0: bullshit, bullshit. No, no drinks for me, thanks. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit.
3: The heads on the wall, it's all bullshit. Come on, they would love you to know, have you this. You want to hear something pathetic? This was all here when I bought this place. You're joking. I don't know. Furnished with rustic
1: interior design
3: mm-hmm. elements. That's yeah. what the listing said. That's <laughs> it. It's all bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's some just
1: all man bullshit. If you grew up in a place like it, smaller, not as nice, it was a real deal. So
0: this is the part where I said, Wait a second. Is it possible that of the two of them, De Niro has the more ridiculous accent? Because I didn't realize this whole time he's supposed to be a southern mountain man.
2: Well, to be fair, he's only used about 10% of his dialogue so far. It comes and goes to the point where I was so distracted with Travolta's situation that I did not even realize De Niro was doing one half the time. Travolta's comes and goes too. No, nah, but his is so much better. Not nearly as much. There's certain words that Travolta says where he has no accent. He shows him his dad Silver
1: Star, says he fought in three different wars in four different countries, and he couldn't get one of those.
2: No prize
1: for Ben. No prize for Ben, that's not good. Well how we For Ford talks about the first time he hunted with his dad, taught him how to make a bow. His dad called him Eagle Eye. I'll be back. Emil says it's time for him to be roughing it again. Declines the spare room. Tomorrow at dawn, West Fork, if he's in, he'll get the first shot. Neil leaves with the stuff, and Ford's examining the Jaeger bottle.
2: That's all the motivation he needs. He wants to be the master hunter.
1: Cut to the next morning. They're traversing the land together, boys. Lots of bonding. They're hungover. Something about Davy Crockett at one point. No chance that this motherfucker knows who Davy Crockett is. No! Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett. Ford gives him a walkie-talkie. His accent is back because he's telling a joke about an old man visiting a priest. 60% into this joke this fucking joke when it comes back later i uh, lost it emil interrupts him with do you see him <laughs> do you have shot there's a buck right in front of him and i mean right in front of him he was telling this fucking story and he didn't see the giant fucking elk nine feet from him
0: i thought he was up in a tree and then i realized that no he's like eye level
1: when he put those pegs at like like 18 inches above the ground just right eye level that thing. Take him.
3: He's nothing but a bag of meat
1: and flesh and tendon.
2: Take the shot, eagle
1: eye. Ford declines the shot, says take him if he wants it. Emil then spooks him with some walkie-talkie noise. Colonel Ford, you've changed. You pulled trigger back on Manacha. How do you know I was in Manacha? Get her, done. <laughs> get her done because i was there too and then an arrow comes screaming past de niro's head hits the tree right next to him he falls out of the tree onto the ground about 18 inches
2: and his bow is busted That's how you know that fiberglass is trash can't even handle a fall
1: ford crawls into the field to hide emil starts reciting the jaeger bottle again real
2: big movie for jaeger meister <laughs>
1: Yeah, a product question. Ward says he's not Bosnian. Emil says he's always wondered who would win in fair fight. That's what you always wondered? Both properly armed. Not, I want to kill this motherfucker, but now I'd like it to be a fair fight.
0: I wonder what this motherfucker is doing.
1: This dude shot you in the back. Two men alone in the wilderness. War. Distilled. <laughs> Their arrows buzz his head. Ward says his bow is broken, and it's not a fair fight. You of all people should know war is not fair vanilla face <laughs> <laughs> what's up chuckle's face is right next to him ford goes running off in the forest emil misses him emil is walking after him as ford runs away and he's maybe gained 15 feet of distance between them
0: it's <laughs> the bitter pad of his feet as he <laughs> and travolta just takes regular strides and then we get like a shot of the two of them and he's, he's <laughs> right there he's feet away. <laughs> like, uh, yo Travolta literally if you, if you just upgrade to a trot you'll catch him you don't even need the bow <laughs> we'll and arrow
1: catch him he run past him with the trot like...
0: do you think you could avoid someone hunting you with a bow and
1: arrow yes or what would you do run serpentine yep serpentine I thought
0: yo I'm just gonna run and then like hide behind a tree yeah that works as he gets closer then I'd beat his ass he's a hunter though I mean that's assuming I could beat his ass it's assuming you could hide oh I could definitely hide
1: no you'd start sneezing like what am I a cartoon character
2: <laughs> you'd start jacking off like <laughs> I mean you couldn't control yourself yeah I mean would find himself alone in the woods and the instincts would take over the tension would <laughs> I mean, escalate I'd
0: be waiting i like yo man it's been like a whole 10 seconds yeah I it.
2: might as well just start <laughs>
0: i could fit in a quick yeah, one
1: pull up born hub on the phone Like
0: <laughs> this is the same logic by the way that happens to be during commercial breaks we're like uh, 90 seconds eh you right.
1: <laughs> can knock this out real quick why can't you jack off during a show what show any show this show why do you have to wait till the commercial break yeah
0: no i like because i like to focus
1: we've done 100 episodes now mm-hmm. of cynophobe. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna disagree on the i'd like to focus quote
2: welcome to centipho
1: <laughs> he misses again ford trips he fires again and pierces his calf right through it he's fucked clean shot
0: his leg looks like steve martin who was a prop comic <laughs>
1: ford tries to pull his arrow through and does it without screaming emil is coming he sees him he starts to crawl away he gets to a brick structure then emil gets to the structure and ford is hiding beneath a wood floor structure and Emil is right over him. When not he see, like, a blood trail or anything? Like, this dude just
0: got- No blood trails. No, There's no part of him being a hunter that actually kicks in, like, tracking or anything. Right. It's just shooting and
1: missing with arrows. You only hit him once. No wonder they shoved his soldier ass into a factory. He couldn't do shit. Emil breaks the floorboard and says, I told you, I wanted a trophy. Robert De Niro says, fuck you. And <laughs> Travolta just responds with, ah. You <laughs> warned him about the bubbles in the fiberglass Ford wants to know if he's pissed off about the war Something happened to him His accent's back now You killed my friend, I killed your friend Now it's over Made peace with it Emil says that war will never be over
0: Why don't you shoot me then instead of all this running around and hiding And I said Motherfucker, you're the one that's running around <laughs> and hiding He's not You could have ended all this shit early if you just stood still I just want to
3: shoot the shit Shoot the shit? Yeah, so you say this, right? Shoot the shit. Shoot the shit? You just shot me. What the fuck are you I talking I know, but I had to. I had no choice. I could have shot you in the heart or the head, but I didn't. I could have killed you. So come out. You sit we'll talk like gentlemen.
0: This is the guy who's talking about tracking the quarry and shit like that, but now shoot the shit is the thing that flies over his head.
2: Got it. And then he trips him down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> come out, we'll talk like gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: the- <laughs> Whoop! Sweep the leg, bitch! Emil shows him some cord, tells him to remove his pant leg. There's a stake at the end of the rope. Wants Ford to put the stake through the hole in his leg and tie it. He just decides to do it.
0: Yeah, you're gonna have to kill me, bro. Yeah. I get that point. Just fucking shoot me, man.
1: He does it. Pulls it through. And I don't feel like it would be as easy to do as he did it. Don't worry. Calf muscle is very strong. Can hang like this for days without tearing muscle. I'm going to call bullshit on that. There's no way that's true.
2: You have a metal thing with your whole body weight through any muscle in your body. That shit is getting fucked up.
0: If our podcast ever gets approved by Rotten Tomatoes for reviews, that's the part they're going to have. Zach Harper, Cinepho Podcast. I'm calling bullshit. That's
1: no way that's true. Emil makes a... Call back to the priest joke. Ask for a confession of his sins. Emile's oh, mocking him, acting oh, his ass off.
0: My wife left me. Oh. Ass off, man. My son called different man father. Oh, <laughs> I miss my old
1: daddy. <laughs> Roast him. Basically, call him a bitch. Says he wants a real confession. You put bullet in my back and you left me for dead.
0: Here we go. He learns another idiom here. Ah. So now it is time to spear
3: your guts. You know, this American idiom, spill one's guts to reveal one's most intimate secrets. I want you to spill
1: your guts to me. And I will spill them for you. They'll live a long time while the creatures will come down and nibble on his insides. That's when Ford grabs his piece of wood that no one's seen yet. Hits him in the head, grabs the knife that he dropped, cuts himself down. And now he's doing hand-to-hand combat. With a stake in his leg. Some good old man hand to hand right here. That's when Emil kicks him through a door into a rushing river, which we did not hear. Where did this water come from? Just
2: on the other side, screaming at the door. What?
0: The structure was built right there, right on the edge of a riverbed.
1: That's how structures work. He's off in the rapids. Ford catches
2: a boulder in the stream. Shout out to Boulder Stream, repeat offender. The last second, right before this enormous waterfall.
1: Now he's limping through the forest. He finds a cave. He makes a fire. He pulls the rope out of his leg. Bullshit. David Crockett.
0: Uh, I'm calling bullshit on this one. Because he sparked that shit off. Like, he just touched two rocks, and it was like an explosion. No fucking way. There's no way the spark that comes off of two rocks is that pronounced.
2: Well, you have to find a flint rock. I mean, yeah, he's a mountain man, Flint, Michigan. Uh, whatever.
0: Uh, can you guys, either of you guys, start a fire?
1: I've done it when I was a Cub Scout. Yeah, it's not easy though. It's way harder than he makes it look.
0: Would you do it a st- with sticks or did you do it with stones? Would you do
1: with stones and hay like wood shaving? You? I
0: mean, never. I don't. I have no
1: idea. how. Would you know how to guess your way through it? No why well, I
0: would i guess my way through it
1: i don't know i'm just wondering if you could figure it out
0: like i know you gotta s- rub the two motherfuckers
2: together bro. well not rub them together they're not- no if you have sticks you could do it that way oh yeah okay if you have that's sticks, what he was yeah. talking about not the two stones
1: i think he thought you could rub stones together and the fact that he hasn't denied it yet makes me know oh, that yeah, I'm right. the silence <laughs> is deafening yeah i mean yeah <laughs> He wasn't paying attention. He was looking at ass models on IG. All right. yeah. It was a
2: 90 second commercial break. He grabbed. <laughs> Did he piss on his own wound? Same note too, bro.
1: Like it's hospitality. Does that work? Yeah. Antiseptic. <laughs> Grabs a bunch of leaves. He like makes tea out of them. He puts them in his wound. This whole mountain man shit is just. <laughs> Didn't we just figure out it was bullshit? Like he doesn't know how to do any of this stuff? Maybe the bullshit was bullshit. He's fashioning stuff with a knife. The buck walks by the cave opening. They lock eyes. Then it walks away. I guess the buck doesn't stop here. Mm. My next note. I wonder if Amin will be drunk enough to like that joke. No. Okay. No. You made a bow and it
2: works. Test it out, bullseye.
1: I think I got a little mess up here because I put apparently cut to latrine in the day. I think I meant later in the day.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> no,
1: latrine was earlier when he peed on his wound. Yeah. Cut to later in the day. He's traversing the rocks in the woods again. Is it just the same rocks? The same part of the river that he keeps going back and forth on?
0: I really think that this whole thing was shot in, like, one square mile.
1: In two and a half days. Yep. Emil communicates with him on the walkie, says he missed his grandson's baptism. Or is it his nephew? But he'd rather be up there with Emil anyway, Asks if he believes in God. And then Ford screams, fuck you! Fuck you! And Emil believes in him, knows he exists. I'll tell you why, flashback exposition. Walking home from the factory in Lucamere. See soldier dragging people from their home.
0: They raped my mother, my sister,
1: and me. Poured petrol on the wounded bodies. He didn't say that he got raped. No, he did not say that he got raped. They split men's heads up with axes. Look at rape police over here. He asked if God truly exists. How could he allow such terrible things? How? How could? How could?
2: <laughs> and we get one of our favorite things in Cinephobe. The. Oh, I love it. Wonder Woman showed up. What is Bosnian this time? Thought about all the things that
1: happened in his life, realized it's the proof of God's existence. His eyes are closed when he's telling this whole story. Ass off,
2: ass is completely man off. alone could not be capable of such magnificent evil. Now I spilled my guts.
1: Your turn. Your turn. Your turn. Ford hears him when he screams. Your turn a third time. Son and wife have showed up to the cabin with the baby. Did they cancel the baptism? What a douche
0: this exposition character is with his khakis and his sweater
1: and his shirt under the sweater. Nobody's home. Car is there. Wife says they should have called. Leave it to my dad to not be around.
0: And then the bitch wife says, oh. well, I guess we have another three-hour drive to the uh- Three hours?
1: Why is she the bitch
0: wife? He dragged her three hours. Because it's such a bitchy thing to say.
2: She's got three lines, and that's three too many for a mean to give her a shot.
0: What a bitch, man. Like, okay, like I'm sorry I try to see my dad. I'm sorry that I know if I say, hey dad, I'm coming up on this day, he's gonna say, oops, I'm not home that day. He's gonna make excuses. So I try to surprise him because I know I need the element of surprise. And so his car's here. The motherfucker can't be that far away. But no. ah, we dropped three hours. Oh, we dropped three hours back. Like, shut up. Stop talking. Just go go play with the baby or something. God.
1: Ford sees them as he gets near the cabin. Emil says Benjamin on the walk-in. Ford can see him with his bow pulled on the family. They're unaware. Again, they're like 30 yards apart.
0: All of this right now is one great metaphor. Because he says, I'm going to pull on your family. Oh, I can't hold it much longer. And then uh, De Niro responds, we oh, can play. You want your war? Come and
1: get it. And I wrote, hoo, hoo, hoo. Well, first, I mean, he did have the accent come back and says, that's my family. If you threaten my family, I will end you, motherfucker. You hear me? I will end you, motherfucker.
0: I will end you with an I I-N-D. End
1: you. You want your work? Come and get it. I give you a head start. There was a bottle of wine left on the porch. Emil walks up and grabs it. This mercy's
3: law, no? Whatever can't go wrong. will go wrong. Bullshit the cabin.
0: Boosh Bullshit, booshit booshit No no drinks for me thanks Booshit bullshit, bullshit.
1: And then as he's drinking the wine Ford shoots an arrow through his fucking cheeks. What a very opportune
2: full cheeks
0: lapse in judgment as this motherfucker's talking about Murphy's Law.
2: <sighs> How good is his English? He was going to night school when he was working at the fiberglass factory.
1: He walks up to him. You see this twitching before they reveal the arrow through the cheeks. He walks up to him, says he'll still be able to talk. I know how you like to talk. Says he'll be able to help him. He saws the arrow out of the door with the knife. Emil falls to the ground. Cut to Johnny Cash is still playing. Just that same song. Emil has the scorpion tattoo as it's revealed he's strapped to
2: a table. Late reveal on the scorpion tattoo. Like, we already know the whole thing.
1: Ford says it was risky not to have the tattoo removed. Is he proud of what he did? Scorpion, Serbian death squad, tried for war crimes for what they did to Bosnian Muslims. Some did terrible things. Some were simply caught up in circumstances beyond your, their control. To which Ford asks, which one were you? And there's no answer. Ford brings back his accent. Uh, and says that Emil should be the Italian guy and he'll be the priest. Uh, this one again, man. It's going to pay off, though. It's going to pay off. so <laughs> great Is it? Be it. Isn't it? Board oh, is walking in for not talking giving dissertations anymore he'll give him one life gives you lemons that's right nice and simple
2: mom always had fresh lemonade when they came back from hunting and then we get exposition about killing a wounded buck
0: where did he get all these lemons from and by the way it's not exposition it's
1: poppy talk
2: the way he's laid out and then it looks like he has cheek stigmata
1: one morning hit the chest of an elk but missed the heart had to chase it down with a punctured lung then says like the pulp yeah me too more natural this way his dad made him put the knife in the buck's throat can't let the meat spoil so you got to do it quick and you can see the exact moment life leaves its eyes then says doesn't have any sugar needs a substitute he grabs the salt to which i wrote the note
2: white people be saltin.
0: i wrote the note man what is this black people (laughs) kool-aid
2: de niro pretending that he's out of sugar acting his ass on oh look oh look i'm out of sugar
0: oh <laughs> what am i gonna do instead to be fair man, i don't think he was actually out of, out of sugar
1: <laughs> pours the whole canister of salt into the pitcher
2: he pours salt for a solid thirty seconds until it's empty, and that is all of the way to Mars. When we get
1: this exchange. You think a little bit of pain is going to make nope. me break? You think you no. think a
2: little? Bit- <laughs> no, <laughs> you think a little bit of pain. I sure don't know. What if I like pain?
0: I'm gonna have to copy and paste this shit again. Hold on. You think a little bit <laughs> of pain is going to break me? <laughs> What if I like Ben? And I said tension.
1: I can feel it all the way down in my plums. This might be your lucky day. I like Bobby the cable guy. <laughs> He's a good accent. Pours it on the wounds. Almost drowning him. Maze,
0: please, please, please. Please clip the gargling noise.
2: One <laughs> another? Yes, please. <sighs>
1: Okay. <laughs> Same note, too, bro.
0: <laughs>
1: you like that? How's it feel to getting tortured? Is that what you did during the war? Who'd you kill? Bosnians, Croatians, women, children? You didn't kill women or children, mama. Tools, weapons for sniffing tendons and shredding muscles. The goal was to make people talk, and in the end, everybody talks. Ford says he has tools. Don't go anywhere. There's got to be a vibrator coming back. Or what if he just came back with this massive <laughs> sex toy?
2: I got tools too, baby. America. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a, or, yeah I thought it was a fleshlight that he's coming back with.
1: <laughs> what, what if he brought back a fleshlight and he just fucked it in front of him until, until John Travolta gave it and said, All right, I'll talk. i got to talk. Tools make me talk. <laughs> Quit fucking that fleshlight. <laughs> he brings in an axe, mentions karma, and drops the axe on the table. Mule doesn't flinch. Gives a speech on how conflicts start, but we know how they end, and the war destroyed Ford. And he keeps putting the axe in the table next to Travolta, but it went through the table, so Emil can get that wire that's tying him up to be cut under the table. It splits, and he punches Ford in the face. After he spits blood in his eye. He knocks him out, grabs the Winchester, finds some bullets, grabs the baptism invite and the medal. In this lighting is when his hair
2: looks extra carlos boozery
1: why'd you grab the invite i don't know that doesn't make sense was he gonna go kill the family after this what was he gonna do the war is almost over colonel for gallantry in action dr nick (laughs) hi everybody (laughs) He puts the metal on his chest He drags him to the truck And uh It's way too fucking dark For like the next 10 minutes Of this movie by
2: the way Well we got that full moon Doing the best that it can Drives him to the wilderness Says he knows
1: the feeling Of not being able to move He knew it for three years Paralysis exposition Shot in the back Paralyzed from the neck down Can barely talk You know how much I like to talk
3: Beautiful nurse Sophia A dream Making love to her Fucking her do you know what her job was? I'm guessing
0: not hand or blow. To collect the piss and the shit from
1: the pen from beneath my bed. Slowly the feeling came back. He taught himself to write, eat, speak, and walk like a man, not like a cripple. Cripple.
0: cripple.
1: Had no help. No mother, no father, no wife, no child. I mean, he had a mother and father and it is dead.
0: Children don't help, by the way. Don't <laughs> so put that out. No help at all.
1: What kept him going was not knowing if you if they would fight, and if he did, who would win.
0: That's what kept him going. He had been the
1: worthy adversary. That's
0: what kept him going.
1: All of a sudden, he drives off a cliff or a hill for something. I couldn't tell. It's too fucking dark on the screen. What happened?
0: Robert De Niro gets up, and because his hands are tied together, puts it around his neck and chokes the fuck out of him while he's driving. And that's why he drove off the cliff. And I said, what the fuck is this movie, bro? <laughs> Exposition followed by getting attacked by your prisoner? Over and over again, little did I know it would happen about four four,
1: four times. Cargo's tumbling down; everybody has to be dead. They're of course not.
2: So is this like face-off where it's a cat and mouse game? But then they switch faces, and then the other guy is the cat, and the other guy is the mouse.
1: More on that later. Emil sees him crawling, grabs the flare gun, shoots it at him, starts a fire, shoots another and another. Ford gets to the Winchester, turns around, and Emil is standing over him, but. No bullets. Emil has them. That's when Forge says you win
2: and gives him the gun. <laughs> <laughs> just get it over with. What's he going to do? Throw the bullets through your head? This is after Travolta is like two feet away from him, shooting the ground, doesn't run, could easily have beat him to the gun. Stupidly,
0: I thought maybe we're close to the end of this no, movie. No,
2: no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> get it over with. I will, but not yet. He says, what are you waiting for? And I said, we all have that same question right now. What are you waiting for? Somebody kill somebody. He's waiting for his confession. Emil is walking through the forest. He says, you have no idea how lucky you are. My country has beauty, but there is an invisible
3: layer of blood caked over everything. Most people cannot see it, but they have specialized.
1: Everywhere I look. Milo's reciting something. Didn't really understand it at first, but then... Johnny
2: Cash lyrics. He's pushing
1: Ford down.
2: Ah! Little Benny died. Benjamin.
1: Ford won't respond. He's down. Travolta's kicking at him. Nothing. Kicks him harder. No response. Finally, Ford grabs a rock, hits him in the head. (laughs) Just fuck already. Like, come on. Now Ford's escaping through the woods. He gets to some kind of shelter, he's at an old church, he goes in, bars the door. And then he plays the piano.
0: And I said, why do you play the piano?
1: He doesn't just play the piano. I swear to God, Maze, this is asking a lot, but if you could just compare the two starts from when he plays the piano in this to when Moose plays the <laughs> piano. It's like, you rock my head and you rattle my head. It's the same start. I guarantee it.
0: Same start too, bro. <laughs> Why did it echo? Like after he played it, it was still echoing out.
2: The acoustics, you know, they're all messed up. There are
0: no walls. There's no ceiling.
2: (laughs) Ford pulls wire out of the
1: piano. He's going full home alone. Emil busted. Ford fashioned the piano wire to a structure above. He's hiding. He's pulling on it slowly. He finally yanks it and a shitload of wood falls on Emil. They fight some more. Emil knocks him down. They're shooting pain in his leg. He sticks his knife in the leg and tries to help the shrapnel along. Emil starts giving a confession, confessing his ass off right now. He doesn't want to be absolved of his sins. Do you mean exposition confessional? Tells Ford it's his turn. Confess. It's only the three of them there. Travolta, De Niro, and God. I'll keep your secret. He's not even listening. You're the only one getting in the way of the truth. I give up. You win. You win. You win. But you lose. And the sun starts coming up. And for some reason that matters. Because it shines right on his leg.
0: He's a vampire.
1: Says, look him in the eye if he wants to kill him. And then I think he takes 50-year-old shrapnel out of his own leg. Killed him with the shrapnel? No, he sticks it in the gun to prevent it from shooting. Then he grabs the gun and he hits a meal with it.
2: Oh, I thought he stabbed him
1: with the shrapnel. I thought he stabbed
0: him with the shrapnel, yeah. No,
1: I think he put it in the gun to jam it.
0: No, no, he sh- he stabbed him with the shrapnel. Oh, because that would be ridiculous in this movie? Because he killed him with the shrapnel, a bunch of question marks. And then I looked at it and said, how are there still 20 minutes left in this movie? And then the next scene, he's talking to him and I said,
1: fuck, he's still alive? <laughs> the sun is out fully. Ford has him restrained.
2: Get out of my afternoon, son. <laughs> Get
1: out of my afternoon, son. October, like this, right? 95. My unit was the first
2: on the ground, supposed to liberate Bosnian Muslims.
0: Please, no more expedition. I beg of you, man.
2: We see the train full of rotting corpses for the second time. Smelled like his father's taxidermy. He's describing the boxcar.
0: I felt like Lois, uh, Lois Griffin, the family guy. Please, no more shtick.
1: We beg of you. Talking about the scorpions who surrendered. He didn't want you, them to just go home after the war. If you're wondering whether or not his accent is fully on throughout this entire speech, it's not. His dad tried to talk him out of being in the military. Remember the elk. See, that happen to a man. And it changes forever, but he needed to find out for himself. And we're back on a ridge. Same position, guys. Says, I've been in a lot of wars, but never like Bosnia. That war got in my head my soul my head my hat just wanted it to stop i thought maybe killing a few of the worst ones would make that go away and then <laughs> we get a shot
2: from the irishman
1: <laughs> robert de niro 90 year old robert de niro supposedly <laughs> in a young man's body
2: holding the gun it was so confusing he just photoshopped his
0: head nothing else
1: that's all I just put his. i just said robert de niro wear this hat We're going to Photoshop the rest. We got it. Don't worry. This This hat.
0: There is more commitment in Maze's southern accent in my hat than there is from De Niro at any moment in this movie.
1: He pulled the trigger just like that. He became everything he hated about that damn war. Couldn't look himself in the mirror or his son in the eye. Emil was not prepared to die then, but he is now. Pull the trigger now.
0: No. Then I was not prepared to die. But now you should pull the trigger. Jesus Christ, you're boring the fuck out of me. Just pull the trigger, shoot me. Shoot me right now. I don't want
1: to hear any more of this. We're both killers, are we not? We're the same, you and
2: I. He is nothing but meat. 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 And flesh. flesh, And tendons. Tendons. <laughs> Put him out of his misery. Pay that man his money.
1: Ford <laughs> sees the bird in the in the air. Yells, pull the trigger, and he shoots the rock next to him. Bald eagles. How is Robert De Niro still standing? He had a fucking rope pulled through his damn calf. Calf's a strong muscle, so that one's fine. His shrapnel, he's been stabbed. Like, he's in worse shape than Arnold after the stripper pole went through his leg and eraser. The shrapnel's out. He feels fine. So he's probably feeling better than ever. Wow. But it's new. He throws the gun off the ridge, sits down next to him.
0: That's a long-ass ridge. I didn't realize they were that high up.
1: Now they're just sitting next to each other.
0: Where was Travolta marching him to? More like wilderness? Like this wilderness wasn't good enough?
1: Now Ford's going to finish his priest joke. Finally. So this old Italian guy, he wants to confess to the local
3: priest. He's getting on in age and wants to make it right with God. So he tells the priest, Father, back during the war, there was this beautiful woman who came to my house and asked me to protected from the Nazis, so I hit her up in my attic. The priest says, Well, that's a wonderful thing you did, my son. There's no reason to confess. The old man says, But it gets worse, father. She started to repay me with sexual favors, you know, like blowjobs and shit like that. Well, the priest says, Well,. You both were in great danger, my son. War makes sinners of us all. So you are forgiven. The old man says, Thank you, father. It's a great burden off my mind. But I have one more question. What's that, my son? Should I have told her that the war was over? I don't get it. It's not
0: that funny. What? <laughs> I thought that was a pretty clever way. What? To like make up for the fact that the joke wasn't funny. You thought that was clever? I did. I really appreciated that. Like if you shit on
2: the joke before the audience can. Telling me this man that knows about Murphy's Law and shit and knows all the Johnny Cash lyrics didn't get that joke? No, I said he was smart.
1: You saying Serbians are dumb? You saying Goran Dragic is half dumb? I'm saying John Travolta's dumb. Emil... Gives him the baptism invitation he stole. <laughs> Which is why he stole it. To hate it to him at this moment. He's got your eyes. Maybe I'll see for myself. Um, Camera pans up to the sky. Birds flying. Bald eagles. Emil walks back into that same pub. Same bartender. Still hot for him. Same titties. War report on TV. Jess where he's been. Says that he got hurt. He replies that he's healing. And they toast... Jilly.
0: He's got these two raggedy Ann style like <laughs> red dots on his cheeks, which is like where the scar I guess.
1: <laughs> it looks like someone just pushed a red Sharpie up <laughs> against his cheeks.
0: You know, you ever seen little kids who don't know what rouge is, so they grab lipstick and they fucking draw it on their own cheeks.
1: You know you're not supposed to call it rouge anymore. I got I got made fun of for calling it rouge.
0: What's this what's it called?
1: Blush. What's wrong with rouge? Apparently, it's a very old person's term.
0: Is that like fucking? Is it canceled too? Like, are we are we mad at colors now?
1: Colors, colors.
0: <laughs> you can leave my apartment key on the Davenport. Here. No, the Davenport, the Chesterfield. On this. No. Does that look like a divan to you?
1: Here. Uh, leave them on the Schiffer robe. You know what? Just take your <laughs> keys. I don't know what the. You're talking about news report now in English on the war escalating like a Zack Snyder situation. No signs of anyone stopping. Hell on earth. De Niro pulls up to a house in suburbia. He has a gift. Why did he take a cab? His son (laughs) answers the door. Sorry, I'm late. They hug. Cut to shots of the forest, and we get to roll credits. And this is where I became super sad. Really, with the trivia that Robert De Niro replaced nicholas cage in this movie totally different much better movie this was
2: supposed to be a movie called shrapnel shrapnel is such a better fucking title than killing season hey guys bad
0: news nick cage turned it down we're going with our second choice robert de niro oh fuck you gotta change the name now <laughs> how about killing season
2: this screenplay originally titled shrapnel won first place in the 2008 script pipeline contest and was featured in the 2008 blacklist which is the top screenplays of the year that are not yet made into films shrapnel is the title we would have gotten two or three he said it's it makes more sense ties it all together because there's also a metaphor like the shrapnel you carry inside you from a war but no, we went with killing season. Breathe into nose, out the mouth.
3: <sighs> ass on, on,
2: ass off.
0: Teddy Rex, moosey we'll teddy
3: Rex.
1: Teddy Rex, moosey we'll teddy Rex. Ass on, fuck it, ass off. Ass on, fuck it, ass off.
2: In a stunning, stunningly small cast narrowly edging out the dude that he gets the file from and the bartender in bosnia is elizabeth owen as the wife
0: oh misogyny
1: for
2: ass on yeah
0: Ass on. i'm going with the
1: son i'm going with de niro really de niro blasphemy it was terrible it's either de niro or the baby (laughs) no no the son was bad man no the baby was terrible Didn't even cry.
0: The baby was convincing. Shout out to the son, though. I I believe he ad-libbed, like, oh, he's sleeping. And then the baby's like, oh, he's awake. He's
1: like, oh, he's awake. Hey, buddy. And that's when the wife, who you deemed the bitch wife, said, well, at least we only have a three-hour car ride out. Her.
2: This is a tough standoff. In a cast with so few people in it, we somehow split. You're going with the son, and Zach went with De Niro? De Niro or the baby. I can be convinced of the baby. (laughs) The baby's not credited.
0: Damn, cold world.
2: I I also had questions about all of the people doing the war reenactment. None of them were credited. Nobody credited, yeah. I'll go with Milo Ventimiglia, but what? There you go. De Niro had moments where he was okay. Since it's a a two-hander, as they say. Like when they were out of sugar. In the biz. Ass off. I mean <laughs> it's Travolta. Like not even close. A mucovic.
0: Handing. I am going handy. <laughs> the
1: grass. The mud. Are you good at keeping secrets? Absolutely. Because I've got a, a present for you. Secret present outside by the dumpster. Is it a
2: baseball mitt?
3: To fit you like, like a baseball mitt. Like a glove. <laughs> I hope.
2: Golden dumpster nominees. Travolta's chin strap beard. Travolta's accent. Travolta's Carlos Boozer hair. Milo driving six hours with his baby for no fucking reason. (laughs) The arrow through the cheeks and the moment when De Niro pulls the shrapnel out of his leg and stabs Travolta with it.
0: I'm going off the board and I'm saying the fact that apparently in Serbian to say cheers is Gili. You
1: know what? Yeah. Gili being in this movie does it for me. That's also my golden dumpster. Reference!
2: In a... Very tough choice between which Travolta feature was the most distracting. I am going to go with his chin strap beard. Oh, that's amazing. Narrowly edging out the accent. The accent's pretty solid. But when I realized that it was the Iron Man helmet, I was freaked out.
1: Actually, I'd like to change my golden dumpster. It's Robert De Niro not remembering he has an accent in this movie. My father... He is so in and out of that accent that it's alarming when he goes back to it.
2: It happens so infrequently that I almost thought he was doing that part by mistake. It would jolt me out of a malaise.
0: Full disclosure, I didn't notice when he went into accent.
2: Oh, I picked it, motherfucker.
1: You are the picker. I've seen it twice. I think I started watching it a time between the first viewing and this viewing, and I made it like 20 minutes in and I gave up. (laughs) But I've seen it a little over two times now. I laugh my ass off throughout this movie. I think it is really disappointing that it wasn't Cage and Travolta because I think that would have been an all-timer in that movie I definitely would have filed. If it was Cage and Travolta in this movie, and I'm assuming Cage is doing his Con Air accent throughout, like that could have been just a beautiful symphony of truly accurate Accents.
0: My mama said <laughs> life gives
1: lemons. Make lemonade. Lemons from the Market. My <laughs> from Farmer's Market. It's a horrible movie. Like it, I mean, it, <laughs> it's a horrible movie about what you said is a very serious subject. Like there is this could have been done in a way more respectful way. But I gotta be honest, I enjoyed it. It's so bad that I love it. It's a file for me. Nice.
2: This movie went overboard on the callbacks. We got the Italian priest joke brought up at least four times. Shrapnel was such a callback that it was originally the title and nearly what I thought was the murder weapon at one point. Jägermeister plays an incredibly powerful role in this movie that I wasn't expecting. (laughs) The movie is called Killing Season, and Zach described it multiple times before as a Bosnian assassin. That's what I remembered it as, yeah. So, when he just shows up and starts trying to fix the car and playing nice, I'm like, kill the motherfucker! (laughs) You got him right where you want him! That's what I didn't get. It's fucking killing season! (laughs) End this motherfucker! He paralyzed
0: you! If he got in the car and drove off. What was his next move there? Town was 30 to 40 miles away, meaning at least a 40-minute drive. However much time he was spending over there, we don't even know. Maybe he was going on a fucking vacation. Like, you're just going to hang out in the woods until he came back and
1: then pretended to meet him again? For a movie called Killing Season, other than the first scene, nobody gets killed. Not a whole lot of killing.
2: It took a turn when they're shooting this shit and become friends, and it was not the movie I expected. And then when they... Cat and mouse each other to death, or not to death, to life, repeatedly. It had no suspense. As soon as he didn't kill him in the first scene, I'm like, No suspense? He's not going to fucking kill this guy. If he wanted to, it would be over. It was boring as shit. I'm so curious how much this movie cost, how long it took them to make. Couldn't have been long. And I will phob it, happily.
0: What? When the movie started, I was really worried. I already but know I'm what's, like, Yo, this, what's coming. This thing, shit, I'm just saying, It was. I thought this shit was like... Like a little too serious to laugh at, man. Like, yo, it's fucking about genocide in goddamn Bosnia. And like, oh my God. And then the movie starts. as I said, the movie started and Travolta walks in to the bar with his Beijing hat and his his chin strap and uh, he says, Hunting. I am chanting. And I I don't wanna like I don't want that to, to overshadow the acting his ass off that he did when he received the file. On De Niro, like he has a little laugh and the, like a smirk and a look away. The pounding and, the
1: table man, like he was nah, he was in it. Oh, it was
0: that was virtuoso performance. And then obviously, the Tom and Jerry style hey, it's now it's my turn to have the upper hand now, it's yours in the upper hand, complete with bad accents and everything. I laughed, I laughed a lot in this movie. I thought I'd fall asleep, but I didn't, and yet, so fucking bored. It's such a boring movie. Oh, my God. I don't think I will ever, ever, ever watch it again, even if it's on, even if there's nothing else on.
1: I don't believe you on that one. I do not believe you
0: on that one. It just doesn't even have enough moments of laughing out loud where I would show someone, oh, you got to see this shit. So it's a folk for me.
1: Shocker. Shocker.
0: Shocker that you pick folk before
1: movies? I don't, though. Most of my movies I've filed. You vote four of his own picks. We've had this podcast for like three years now. (laughs) You vote four times. Good for one a year. Next
3: time we make love, you introduce me to Jade.
2: Pretty much exclusively old Travolta on this podcast.
0: I really hate when there's a preamble. First of all, we just did a movie that was like five years old or whatever it was. Second of all, the preamble really scares
1: me. Go ahead.
2: I know where this is going. John Travolta, thankfully for this month, he's got cinephobe eligible movies in every decade. And we're going to do a time-honored cinephobe tradition of watching a sequel before we watch... The original we're gonna do no. an even more no. hallowed tradition
0: no don't do of it, watching don't
2: do it. a zero percent movie
0: don't do it, don't, don't please. Do it. <laughs> please 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 Maze, Maze. honestly <laughs> i haven't begged this honestly since after earth please 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 don't do this.
1: Show. You know what?
2: Now I'm in. The best part about John Travolta is that I do it. Have not determined which one I'm talking about. Cause there are multiple options for what I just described. But we are doing single- do it, you fucking coward. The Sylvester Stallone directed, staying alive.
3: Tax day is coming. Oh no.